Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 128 of the JB Sism Show. In today's episode, we're talking about setting smarter goals. So here's what I want you to do. Pick up a pen and a pencil, grab that piece of paper, sit down at the desk, put yourself in a quiet room, and take some notes. Because this episode, you're going to want to listen to. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do each and every week here at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to today's show. And Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the new year. I am super excited. And if this is the first time you're listening to this show, welcome. I'm here to help you find your voice so you can succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life and give you the tools that you need so you can transform lives and reach the world with the message that God has put on your heart. Well, have you ever taken a road trip without a map or a clear set of directions? Or maybe... You want to take your wife to that fancy five-star restaurant, but you failed to set the reservations. Well, my friends, this is what happens with our life if we desire something, but we never set a written goal for it. We don't take specific action steps to get us from point A to victory. Well, in today's episode, we're talking about setting smarter goals, so you're going to want to listen to this because I have a packed, packed episode just for you. This is the JB Sism Show. It begins now. Well, 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 happy new year again. That's right. This is the first episode of the new year. We took a couple weeks off and I hope you're okay with that. And I didn't put an uh, episode in between. And so you're probably sitting there wondering, where did Jason go? <laughs> so... Uh, regardless of of that, it is good to be in a new year, 2018. I don't know about you, but I watched the uh, the the ball drop, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And then about an hour later, I watched the I don't know what it is the uh, the New Orleans Saints symbol logo drop, and uh, so that was kind of fun. My wife and I actually stayed up late, and we didn't go to bed till about 1 a.m. on New Year's Day. But it was totally, totally worth it because I was looking at 2018 in a new light and I said, this year is going to be exciting, it's going to be good, and 2018 is going to be the year that I'm going to write more books than I ever have. And that's right, my goal is to write three books in 2018 and then I will have hopefully three books published in 2018 with a head start for 2019. So I'm super excited. It's a it's a goal that is well worth its weight in gold. And and I'm excited to really, really bear down and get this stuff done. And, you know, for years, uh, I desired to really write a book. I, I really wanted to to be a published author. And and one of the things that I tried to do is write. And if you listen to the previous episode, 
go back and listen to episode 127 because in that episode I talk about I talk about what I went through to write my book. I, I really gave you my personal adventure, my personal story of writing. And and I wanted to kind of finish out the year with that story because I believe my journey as a writer is very similar to what most people's journey as a writer is. Maybe you're floundering and you don't know you don't know what you're to be writing. Or maybe you've been writing the same gall darn it story for the last seven years, maybe the last 20 years, and you just need to stop, get it edited, and get it published. Whether it's you're going to find a a publisher to publish it for you, you use a um, you use a press that you do everything yourself and you hire all the graphic art designers, um, you know, whatever it is, or maybe, maybe you actually get a traditional contract with an agent, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, take, take your goal, set a specific goal this year and, and make something of your writing. Don't just sit on it. I did that for years. I sat on my goals. I sat on my writing and nothing ever happened. And in fact, I have several unfinished manuscripts that are just sitting collecting dust in a drawer or on the drawer of my computer. And I've lost all interest in them. I don't even want to touch them anymore. And and it's sad because I put a lot of hard work into these things. But the reality is I never set specific and smarter goals so that I could actually achieve victory. So for years, I, I dabbled with this idea of wanting to write a book. The dream was so realistic in my mind, I could actually taste it. Well, I never put the action steps in place to make it a reality. And I floundered for months and years on end. And then I finally wrote my book. When my book was finally finished, I desired to write more. And yet, the funny thing is, it took me five years to release my second book. And it was not a very large book. It was a short book. And I actually wrote that book in about a month because I set the goal and I wanted to get it written. You know, the reason I never wrote, you know, and have written more books is because I never set action-oriented goals until this year. I set an action-oriented goal and and in about 45 days, I wrote 81,000 words. In 45 days, I wrote 81,000 words. Why? Because I set a specific goal to, to accomplish. I wanted to get it done. And, and I said to myself at the beginning of 2017, I will finish my book, Purgatory's Creek. That is what I planned to do, and that's what I did. So, so we're talking about goals today, and, and I recently... Um, received Michael Hyatt's new book. It's a fantastic book. It's called Your Best Year Ever, a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. A five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. Tony Robbins said this about the book, a simple program backed by your best modern research to reach your dreams. And if anybody knows about reaching dreams, it's Tony Robbins. 
Seth Godin, uh, who's the author of Lynchpin, and he's a fantastic author and uh, blogger. He writes this, generous goals work if you write them down, and a powerful book's work if you read them. Michael Hyatt has created a fun, fast way to find your dreams and then turn them into a reality. Uh, Dave Ramsey, best-selling author and uh, nationally syndicated radio show host, he says this, let's be honest, resolutions just don't work. That's why a lot of gyms are empty and even more budgets are blown by Valentine's Day every year. If you really want things to change over the next 12 months, look at what your best year ever has to say and then do what it says. <laughs> I love it. Andy Stanley um, who's the senior pastor of North Point Community Church, and he's also a very, um, very well-respected leader um, in uh, in the Christian world as well as in the secular world. He, he writes this, For more than a decade, I've known Michael as a successful leader and entrepreneur. Now, in your best year ever, he shares the simple, proven system he uses to achieve his most important goals. This book can help you achieve even more than you thought possible. And I could I could go on and on about the, the accolades and the praise for this book, but but here's here's the reality. Everybody has dreams, but very few people put actions and plans in place to achieve those dreams. And and when I finally made my action plan last year to write my book, I did it. Because I held myself accountable and I did not want to fail those plans. I didn't want to fail myself. And and I have this uh, innate ability. If I feel like I have failed at something, I wallow in 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 self-pity for the longest time. And, and, and I feel bad about it. And so, so today I want to give you uh, seven steps for creating an action plan this year. Because I want to help you write more effectively and I'll help you get things done that you want to see accomplished in 2018. So these seven steps, they all come from Michael's new book, Your Best Year Ever. And they spell out the word smarter, S-M-A-R-T-E-R, -E smarter, smarter goals. That's what we're doing. And if you want to get a hold of this book, uh, you can you can use my affiliate link. And if you buy the book or I guess anything else on Amazon in the next 30 days, Oh, not 30 days, the next like 24 hours. Um, I get a small commission based on that. Um, however, I do encourage you to buy the book. It's it's not about the commission. It's about helping you achieve your dreams. And uh, so you can use my affiliate link. Just go to jbcism.com forward slash best year book. jbcism.com forward slash best year book book. And if you do that, you're going to um, get this book. Um, and I I hope you do. And best year book is all one word. So jbcism.com forward slash best year book. And I'll mention it again at the, the close of the show. But uh, so here we go. Well, let's jump into our smarter words. Um, number one is be specific. So S is specific. Goals need to be identified, and if we can put a face to those goals, they can be visualized. The purpose of SMARTER goals is to make sure that we create specific goals. I mean, if we're not, and think about this, if we're not specific, 
we we're not going to take the time to figure out how to be specific and we're going to fail every time you know so you you take the time you identify your goals and then you put a face to those goals you want to see them in your mind's eye and you want to say yes that's the goal i want to accomplish in 2017 I set the goal to finish writing Purgatory's Creek, which is my new novel, and I'm really excited about it. And I wanted to make sure that this goal was very specific because I knew what I wanted to accomplish. And that's a very specific goal. I said I wanted to write this book and get it written, and I set a deadline. I wanted it written by November 30th. So by November 30th, I wanted this book written, and I accomplished it. Michael Hyatt gives an example in his book. He says, if I was to say, learn photography, is that specific? No. In other words, what aspect of photography do you want to learn? A better go would be maybe complete lynda.com's Photography 101 course. Now that's specific. You know, so so don't be generic. Don't just say, I want to learn photography. You know, I think that's a great example. Or, or I want to write a book. Okay, well, I'm glad you want to write a book. But what book do you want to write? And when do you want to write it by? You know, so, you know, be specific. I want to finish Purgatory's Creek. I want to write and finish Purgatory's Creek. That's very specific. So the more specific you are with your goals, the better chance you have of achieving them. Number two, measurable. Measurable. You know, it's one thing to have a goal, but to question, you have to ask yourself this, is it measurable? So question this question yourself and say, is it measurable? In other words, how do I know when I have accomplished the goal? How do I know when I've accomplished the goal? You know, take the example of making money. You know, you, you want to make more money in 2018. And the question you have to wrestle with is this, well, how much more money do you want to make? And, and the thing is, if you're not specific with your question, and, and you don't have something to measure against, you won't know when you've accomplished your goal. You're not going to know when, when the goal is finished. So if you say, I want to make more money, well, what does that look like? Is it measurable? Can you measure it against yourself? Can you see it? Can you, you know, so money is a good one. So I want to make $10,000 more this year. You know, that's a realistic, it's a very measurable Goal. So in other words, if you make $8,000, are you going to be happy with that result versus the $10,000 that you set for the year? You know, or you say, I want to finish writing my book, um, whatever the title is. I want to finish, I will use my book example. I want to finish my book, Purgatory's Creek, right? I want to get that book finished. Well, if I don't finish the book, you know, how how close did I come to finishing it? You know, 
what were the barriers in the way to keep me from finishing it? And then you can actually start asking yourself questions to better evaluate for the next year. So when you write down your goal, make sure you are objective so that you can measure yourself against the goal. Set an objective. Set a target so that you know when you will reach certain markers or milestones along the way. And when you do that, you're going to find you're going to have a very, very measurable goal. Number three. Number three is actionable. You want your goals to be actionable. I mean, face it, it's easy with goal setting to become passive. When we write our goals, we tend to say something like, well, I want to be a better writer in 2018. That particular goal is not very actionable. And in fact, you can't measure it and you can't even take action to it. Why? Because there's nothing to grab onto. There's no meat to it. But but here's the thing. If you say, I want to write 12 short stories and outline my first book, well, that is very specific. It is very, very actionable. But why? Because writing 12 stories and an outline for your book will make you a better writer. So you want to be a better writer, well, you have to put steps in place to actually write. You can't just say, I want to be a better writer. You have to say, okay, goal number one this year, I want to write 12 stories. Goal number two this year, I want to write an outline for my next for my first book or my next book. Goal number three, I want to take James Patterson's masterclass on writing. So those are three very specific goals you can accomplish this year. And if you if you put those kind of actions to this generic idea of I want to be a better writer, you're going to be a better writer because you have very specific actions in place for you to accomplish your goal. So if you want to be a better writer, write. If you want to be a better writer, learn. So if you do those two things, you know, you're going to be better off. So make sure your goal is actionable. Don't be passive about it. Don't be generic about it. Michael Hyatt encourages the use of strong verbs when you're writing your goal. In other words, he says, be clear and directive about the action. So I want to be a better writer. That's very passive. So what can you say instead? What are some ideas you can say? I want to write 12 short stories. That's a very actionable goal. I want to take James Patterson's Best Year Ever course. You know, so be specific and put lots of heavy action to it. Because one thing that Michael says is be clear and directive about your action And make sure your goals are fundamental about what you're going to do as a result. You know, we need to get clear on the primary action of our goals, especially when we're formulating them. You know, so take the time and make sure that you have action to your goals because otherwise, if you're passive about them, They'll probably sit in the drawers of your mind and you'll never see them accomplished. Number four 
is risky. Risky. Oh, risky goals. Well, here's the thing. They need to be a little bit risky. Most people think goal setting should be realistic. Oh, you got to set realistic goals. You know, set specific, measurable, actionable, and realistic goals, which is part of what the original smart was. But Michael Hyatt changed it from realistic to risky, and I like it because most people think they should be realistic. Now, I think they should be to a point. But setting a goal that's just a little bit out of our reach, that stretches us, will produce a better result. You know, we want to have some skin in the game. You know, we want to we want to set the bar high because if we set the bar low, we're not dreaming big enough. Uh, risk is going to drive us. It's going to drive our results and it's going to drive what you want to see accomplished in this next year. Uh, Edwin Locke says this, there is a linear relationship between the degree of gold difficulty and performance. He concluded the performance of participants with the highest goals was over 250% higher than those with the easiest goals. So that's huge. So if you set a goal that's just slightly out of reach, you can't really quite grasp it. You're going to push yourself to see the result. And 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 if you want to see a higher result and you're going to push yourself to get it done, you're going to get it done. You know, with 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 a risky goal, you rise to the challenge. But if we place a goal that's too easy, we're going to lay back. We're not going to finish our goals. And the reason why is we feel we feel that the goals are too safe. And we're like, it's okay, it's a safe goal, and I'll be happy regardless. So be a little risky. You know, get adventurous and be like, I'm going to take my goals to the next level and I'm going to reach for the stars because I want to see myself succeed. You know, so if writing an entire novel seems daunting to you, good. Set yourself to write an entire novel and and be specific about it. Or if let's say you say I want to I want to make an extra five figures this year. That's a very huge goal. How are you going to make that a reality because you'd have to make at least $1000 more a month to make that goal a real uh, a realistic goal. And and so that seems like a stretching goal, but if you put your mind to it, if you put your heart into it, you're going to find yourself pushing so that you don't fail. Number five, be time keyed or be time oriented with your goals. I think one of the biggest frustrations people have in setting New Year's resolutions is this. They don't set a specific time when they want to see their resolution completed. And I think this is why most people end up failing their New Year's, their New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, people set these goals, they set these resolutions January 1st and like, I'm going to quit smoking. But if you don't say, I want to be done smoking by X amount of you know days from now, 
It's never going to happen. I want to quit smoking. And then four weeks in, they give up. They're not planning ahead. And, and I think if we want to see ourselves succeed and we want to see ourselves take our lives to the next level, we have to plan ahead. And we have to say, this is what I want to accomplish. And this is when I want to see that accomplished. You know, um, at the beginning of this year, I went back to a paper calendar and a paper day planner. And, and you know, for years, I was using all of my electronic stuff and using my electronic Google calendars and the to-do list there. But, but here's the thing. With an electronic device, it's easy to get sidetracked. And, and I found myself overwhelmed. And I found myself diving into YouTube or diving into Facebook. And, and then I go back to my calendar and I was trying to remember exactly what I was doing. The thing about writing, and, and this is what I've kind of learned over this last year, because I hand wrote my entire book outline before I typed it. And, and I'm handwriting an outline for another book right now on post-it notes on the giant board. I can visualize everything at one glance and, and it really is helping me um, create specific goals for each day. And, and so with this day planner, I can be very specific about what I want to accomplish each day. And the day before, I just simply write down what I want to accomplish, kind of when in the day I want to accomplish it. And, and I got to tell you, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm more effective at getting that done than not. And sure, yeah, I may not get everything done on my list, but at least I am pushing myself to get everything done. And, you know, the rea reality is this. When we set a time-specific goal, we're setting the bar to meet and rise to a challenge and rise to the expectation that we have set for ourselves. You know, if you don't set a time-specific goal in 2018, it's going to come and go, and you're going to set a new resolution next year because you feel like you failed the previous year. And the evil cyclical cycle continues without any change or momentum in your life. So I, Michael recommends this in his book. I recommend it as well. No fewer than five or ten major goals you want to accomplish this year. Why? Because if you set more than that, you're going to get overwhelmed. But then take it a step further. Don't set everything for December 31st. You know, set two to three major deadlines for your goals every quarter. Uh, this and, and, and here's why. This is why so that you don't jam all of your goals into December. You can spread out your focus. You can be more effective. You can get everything done throughout the year. You feel like you're accomplishing something. You feel like you're getting stuff done. You know, so don't settle all of your goals in, uh, in December because doing so is only going to help you fail. <laughs> You're not going to effectively accomplish your goals and you're only going to get a couple of them done. But if you set quarterly goals, you're going to feel fulfilled 
You're going to feel accomplished when the new year arrives, and you're going to jump into the new year with vim and vigor, ready to conquer a new set of goals. And so that's what I that's what I recommend. Make sure you are time specific and say, okay, I want this done by March. I want this done by by July. I want this done by October. You know, whatever. Set some specific goals so that you can feel accomplished. And I can tell you it works. It really, really does. It pushes you. It's great. Um, number six. Number six, you want to set exciting goals. You know, think about it. If you're not excited about your goal, you're never going to accomplish your goal. So set an exciting goal. You know, if it's not exciting in of itself, then set a reward or remember why you set the goal to begin with. Alice Walton reported in the Chicago Booth Review. She said this, this is not how most people typically choose their goals. They choose ones that they feel are important. Don't use a New Year's resolution you don't enjoy doing. You'll be setting yourself up for failure. Tap into your intrinsic motivation. Tap into your intrinsic motivation. In other words, if you don't find your goals exciting or motivating, you're not going to have the motivation to push through when life grabs you by the horns. And life is going to grab you. You're going to have curveballs thrown at you. You're going to have family issues. You're going to have um, uh, you're going to have crises. You know, things are going to happen. You know, so tap into your intrinsic motivation. Why did you set this goal to begin with? You know, so if your goal was to lose weight this year, you know, don't just set the goal, I want to lose weight this year. Say, I want to lose 30 pounds or I want to lose 40 pounds this year. And then how are you going to make that happen? And then and then set a goal like every month, I'm going to do five pounds every month. You know, five pounds every month it will help me hit my goal, um, you know, fairly quick. You know, I'll get it done before the end of the year. You know, so make it exciting. Make it a game. You know, so if you don't find them exciting, you're not going to be motivated to push through. So here's the deal. Ask yourself this question. Am I inspired and does my heart feel encouraged by my goals? Are you willing to make it happen? Are you willing to have fun along the way? And that's what we have to remember. You know, Michael Hyatt says, remember, we're setting risky goals. So you're not going to feel tempted to quit. You're going to feel tempted to keep pushing forward. So only an exciting goal can access the internal motivation. You need to stay the course and achieve your goal. That's what it's about. You know, so yeah, it's risky. Yeah, it's, it's going to cause some skin in the game. But if you're excited about it, and you're excited about the motivation behind your goals, you're going to want to accomplish them. All right, and then finally, number seven. Number seven, because our time is wrapping up here. I believe this is the most important goal of goal setting. You want to choose goals that are going to be relevant to your life. You want to be relevant. Don't choose a goal just for the sake 
of choosing a goal. Don't choose a goal for the sake of setting a New Year's resolution. Choose a goal that is going to help you feel fulfilled and accomplished when 2019 rings in. You know, you want to make sure that you are excited about the goal, but you also want to make sure that it is relevant to your life and relevant to where you are in your life right now because you're going to feel all kinds of pressure outside yourself. They're going to push and work against your goals. But remember this, take the high ground. You have the high ground. Remember why you said the goal in the first place and align them and set a to-do list. Now, my friends, I know if you follow this action plan, you're going to have goals that you can feel proud of, excited about, and ready to tackle to take yourself to the next level. Well, my friends, that is all we have. Set your goals this year. I'm excited. Get this new book uh, by Michael Hyatt at jbcism.com forward slash best year book. jbcism.com forward slash best year book. And you can find the full show notes of today's episode at jbcism.com forward slash 128. jbcism.com forward slash 128. And my friends, I'm excited about this new year. We got a lot of great things in store. So stick around. Don't go away because next week we have a lot more to talk about. God bless. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.